One thing they do need to do is make sure that Alex Awobi never steps foot at Goodison <laughs> Park or any other um, any other pitch again because he is honestly not even championship level at this point. No, I think I'm so right. glad we got rid of him at the point we did because he still had a shred of dignity. Was it Thirty million you got for him. Um, daylight robbery, whatever it was. What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to the Footy Fetish Podcast with myself, Alfie, my boy Ollie, you, and Bards. How's it going? How's it going? How are you guys doing? Very well, mate. Very well. Well, I think more <laughs> Bobby should just go in straight to Bards. Really, how are you, Bards? Um, I'm hurt. Uh, I'm mourning. I'm. You know what? I'm alright. I'm actually alright. You're alright. Are you still Ollie in? Uh, yeah, I am. Yeah, <laughs> I am. Why? I'm holding. I'm holding shit. Um, do you know what? I think so much of it is like, to- like everything I see on Twitter is so like toxic and just like so negative that I think I'm against it. Just because I can't be right. bothered to get in, get like into the heated debate. Yeah. I'll get into heated debate, okay, of, well. obviously, with you guys, but like, I mean, the Ollie in stuff. I was going to say, for the sake of content on this podcast. <laughs> but I think it's very, very toxic. And uh, yeah, no, I'm still, I'm still Ollie in. I'm pretty much like Neville at this point. Um, but I, th- I think the yeah, writing is on the tough. wall. I won't, won't deny the writing's on the wall. Um, yeah. Yeah, we have we'll had a, a couple of comments already from the rat kid who's joined us uh, early doors. He said, "How's everyone doing?" Said, all good, all mate. Good, thank all you, good. Mate. He says five nil. How in a, how the hell can you be Ole in? Um, the match showed why it should be Ole out, Pogba out. Pogba, Pogba out. out. Jesus. I th- um, I actually feel quite bad for Pogba. I mean, we might as well obviously start. We're starting with the whole. Man United 5-0 Liverpool game, well, you know, 5-0 to Liverpool with all and you know the big thing about Ole potentially well was potentially leaving now looks like he's got the backing of Sir Alex and the board to I guess see out the season. Um I would have thought it was for the season. Yeah. Um but again, you know, like if he the thing is with the Glazers, if he gets top four, he won't be sacked. Um yeah. if he gets fifth, then he will be sacked. Because that's yeah. literally just a pattern anyway. The minimum requirement for him to be in the job is top four. So I think they will hold out for as long as they can. But I can't, again, see them going for like a Conte. I just don't think he... It doesn't really fits. suit you guys. Yeah, no. it doesn't suit. And, you know, and Zidane, I've still got questions over over Zidane. That's, they're the only two like, obvious sort of candidates. Um, I hope Pochettino's interested. Um... But yeah, but like you know, a he didn't win the French league, which is like the easiest league to win. Yeah. And you know, if if he can't handle um, Neymar and Mbappe at the minute, then how's he going to handle Ronaldo, Pogba, you know, Bruno, even players like Sancho, Haya? Yeah. You know, these are big yeah. big names. How's he going to handle that? Like, um, yeah, I don't know. I think I think, I'm, I'm I think... in because I can't see a candidate at the minute. Yeah. But I'm like, yes. I'm like, you know what? Do it. And I think, you know, yeah. unlike Van Gaal, I was like, yeah, get Mourinho. The football was terrible. Yeah. And so I was like, yeah, obviously get Mourinho. But yeah, but yeah that ended. Well, we know how that ended. But yeah. uh, would you take Mourinho back now? 
way. No way. No, 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 no. I was getting done six one as well. So yeah, that's very true. Actually. That's yeah. true. The rap kid said, uh, "Why are the boards satisfied with fourth after so uh, so many seasons with Ole?" Why would the board be satisfied with fourth? Yeah. Mate, they just want that Champions League money. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I also think with the way things. You got Sorry, yeah, second no. last year though, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, you finished second, but no, it's not like I'm not saying I'm satisfied. I'm saying yeah. the board would be satisfied yeah. before because they want that Champions League money. If you're asking why, then you probably don't know how the club's been run by the Glazers in the last, yeah. well, since their whole tenure, to be honest. But yeah. Um, yeah, they and you know that's why Mourinho has been in the job because he's been able to get top four. He won the Europa League, managed to get top four that way. But um, yeah, if 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 he can do it, then they'll they'll keep him. Now that's is that to the detriment of the club? You know that's that's the whole Ollie in Ollie out debate. But it's it's basically the typical American owners, just like Arsenal's owners and the Cronkies, and that's the whole Super League thing. If they can guarantee, you know, all that money, then I'm sure Ollie will be in the job, literally for the yeah. foreseeable future. I think I put I even though Conte I don't think Conte fits I think Oli's here till next summer where Conte comes in mm. because I think he'll he doesn't come in during the season he's never done it he never will do it um, because he likes the transfer window to make his and you have the players to play a potential three at the back with two wing backs uh, which yes. could ultimately uh, see the end of Aaron Wan-Bissaka which also I have to ask you what the hell have you guys done to Aaron Wan-Bissaka <laughs> he was one of the best he was one of the highest rated young right backs when he was playing for us. He looked absolutely dreadful I, for you guys last, yeah, I, on the weekend. I, honest, so I don't think it's what we've done to Wambasaka. I think it's what the hell is Wambasaka doing at the minute? Because he was—I thought he was great last year. I thought, um, yeah, he was sort of a stonewall. He's probably getting asked to go up the pitch more, but um, I mean, Shaw's been fucking terrible as well. He put—he puts in yeah. like a great ball, but Jesus Christ! Well, I mean, they the were corner, uh, closed down the cross. Maguire and Shaw. We're at fault for so many of those. Well, for a few of those goals on the weekend, and and it didn't yeah, even I mean, seem like. No, no, Maguire's not. I don't. He's in a bad run of form. But to be honest, like the guy wasn't fit against Leicester, and he played, and then and then he obviously concedes two midweek, and then what you play him again against Liverpool? I don't think he's fit. I think he's definitely been rushed back. Yeah. Well, we That's we know good. Maguire and we know Maguire and Shaw are world class players. We know that. We've seen it. It's not like they haven't done this yeah, before. So, yeah. We're all just on a hunch. Well, yeah, Luke Shaw can be a bit hit and miss, but Luke Shaw's had a fantastic year. But yeah, Maguire, that's why I think Maguire's injured, to be honest. I think he's definitely he's smarter than what yeah. he's like, been doing positionally. So maybe he's been getting caught just because... just you know, looks like he's panicking. He's yeah. yeah. Maybe that's I not mean, having we Varane next had, to him. Yeah, but we weren't. We were conceding when we had Varane, so... Yeah, true. It's true, but I, it, it all just comes back to that midfield, doesn't it? Really, because they've got no protection that but that, that back four in front of them. Um, it all just goes straight through. So once yeah. again, it comes back to McFred or whoever the hell you else put there. I mean, yeah, it was an it was an area that needed addressing in the summer, and we didn't do it, and we should have done it. Like we couldn't afford to. The problem is that, yeah, I understand why Ollie plays them absolutely because they do, right. Before this game, right? Let's say this game hasn't happened. They do a job. 
they yeah. have actually been consistent in the big games. Like, you know, we've we've had some great results last year against the top teams. It was the lower league teams or the lower teams in the league that we couldn't break down with mm. them two. So I can understand why he plays them and why he goes to them. It's a bit like when Ferguson used to play Sun Park and Darren Fletcher in the big games because he knows Sun Park will like run his socks off and Darren Fletcher will work extremely hard. Neither yeah. of them are the most talented players in the world. Or again, McTominay does run his socks off. And Fred, he's just shit on the ball, but he does think, he does things well. Like you they you can't he isn't just terrible. He he would do yeah. great in like a different different team, I think. But um yeah, we knew we needed one and I think they thought they could get away with it again. But teams have seen how um, Villarreal played against us um, like last year you know they've seen how we can be beaten with them two yeah. and now it's just it's just the norm like teams know how to to you know combat both of those players um, so I guess I guess this all does just come back to the to Ollie, doesn't it that he's just not good enough to take to that next step because it's like you have got players that could be potential like you put Fred in Liverpool's team I, he's looking like a Naby Keita. Yeah, that's literally what I was about to say. He's on the same he's level as Naby Keita. He's played quite a lot Naby recently. Naby Keita's played a lot recently and he's played well. He's, he's got goals a in couple the past. Goals, yeah. Yeah. I know he scored against us, but... Yeah. Um, do you know what? Like, I, I've been happy with the progress we've made under Oli. It's, it's hard for me to say, can he do that next level? Because I was always saying, yeah, we get to this result and it's just like, you just can't argue... You can't make a case against people criticising him because he, he should be open to criticism. And if he is saying that, you know, he's picking the teams, then again, um, we've we've also seen that you can't play Fred and like Pogba or McTominay and Pogba. Yeah. And for anyone calling for Van der Beek to start in that position, quite frankly, I, I think you don't know what you're talking about because he played there when he was like under 15s. Yeah. So he's not specialist in that position. He isn't going to solve anything. And when he has played, he hasn't pulled up trees. Otherwise, he would be playing. Pretty sure Raleigh would go. Yeah, he can. He should be playing if he was, you know, doing really well in training or has shown something in like the games that he has featured. But he's not. Yeah. Like, um, and he and if, if you want him to yeah. play, then what you're saying, put Bruno out, put Pogba out, because he's an he's an attacking yeah, fielder. Well, you, you can't do that. And the only player who you know, if he wanted to make an impact, Jesse Lingard's made more of an impact and made more of a case for starting. But again, he's not even getting in yeah. the squad. So, um, yeah, so yeah, it's, it's weird just, what's going on. Cause... Can't defend it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. It's tough. You obviously for a United fan, it's like Oli. He means a lot to United fans, and I completely get that. But there has to come a time where you put that aside and you're like, right, for the better of the club, you probably need to move on because yeah, he's not I... getting. He's not tactically dynamic enough in this league and he you know with the sort of players like Ronaldo he's not getting the best at it. like Sancho man Sancho looks dog shit right now if we're being completely honest yeah but I mean Sancho as well I feel like he's the type of guy who's always started really slow um and, you know, yeah he didn't come into things till November last season yeah so to be fair and also with Sancho I, it's fine it's like, because he's English, you just think, oh, he should adapt to the Premier League. But he hasn't really done anything he featured in the Premier League. So, 
it is still kind of a new league for him. Yeah. Um, but he does just need to show the form. I wonder if Sancho is still suffering from the summer, like uh, the penalty miss and that. I wonder if that has actually really knocked his confidence. But I was, I'm hoping. That yeah. Well, I, I think I, I, we'll get on. Rashford, I think, would hopefully, yeah. you know, help Sancho out, especially I on the so. wings. They can swap. But yeah, we'll see. But he's not even getting in. Did you guys? Uh, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Do you guys see if what Sky Sports were sort of taking the mick out of Sancho with that whole 007 thing? I did. Yeah. yeah. Zero assists, zero um, goals, seven games. It's a bit like, come on, give him a chance for God's sake. He's always under a bit of yeah. criticism. Yeah, like, and he's yeah. going to. I be think you're player. right though. I don't expect him to pull up trees. And to be honest, you know, Mason Green. Everyone's saying he should have played, but Mason Greenwood has played well in, in some of the games he's played in. And Rashford's played, so is he really going to get in ahead of them? Well, yeah. Or if you're going to play players on form, then no. So you can't... It's like the whole Van Der Beek thing. If you're not going to start him against Bruno, so it's literally it's a conversation that shouldn't even be happening. Yeah. So well, you need to, one thing you do need to do is around. drop Ronaldo. You need to drop Ronaldo. Yeah, you need I to put Greenwood, did, yeah. Greenwood up front, and you need to put Ran, uh, Sancho in that team as well. Well, I would um, be tempted to... I, whenever Cavani, Cavani plays, Cavani actually runs for balls, yeah. and like, I know, it, I know when you're down in the dumps and like teams are playing crap, and Man United have had a bad result. It's so easy to just jump. The first thing you go to is like you just want to see effort, and that's what people are satisfied mm. with because you can see it with like it's uh, the eye test. You, you see someone running, so you're like, okay, they're trying. But literally, McTominay and Fred, all they do is run, and they're shit. So. That's not, yeah. you know, the right thing to judge him on. But Cavani, I do think, should play more. If anything, give a 4 4 to a go. Try yeah. it out. Yeah. Ronaldo and yeah. Cavani and Sancho and Rashford on the left, if you really want. And yeah. then you can do a 4 3 3. You can play a 5 3 2. Whatever. Yeah. Do yeah, something's got to change, though, because what's happening at the moment is. It's not United. It's not good enough, really. So there's got to be some sort of change implemented, and whether that be, yeah, dropping Ronaldo, changing formation. Obviously now Rashford's back, starting Rashford, Sancho, and Greenwood as a, as a front three or something. Get that, that young, attacking, hungry players yeah. in. Um, that might be, yeah, a, a better way forward. But at the moment, yeah. Yeah, I mean Ronaldo's been good. Like Ronaldo has proved he can score goals, and he has done it. So. It's hard to say drop Ronaldo when he's kind of doing the job, and if he's not getting a service, then you know that's why I think maybe like four four two or something. Play two strikers up there. If they're thinking, Christ, I've got to deal with Cavani, um, Ronaldo and Cavani, yeah. then you know that that is going to be a nightmare. And and Cavani's the type of guy who will hold on to the ball and pop it off for a winger, and then guess what? You got two beautiful headers of the ball in the box already. Yeah, that's true. Again, easier for me to say than, but I suppose playing that you need, you know. Who are you going to put in the middle? Yeah, that that then leaves. What about Bruno Van der Beek and Bruno? Bruno? I can't see Bruno as a centre mid. I mean, the problem as well is if you've seen if you see some of the uh, like sort of analysis, we're basically playing like a four-two-four, and Bruno is so high up the pitch. Yeah. He's playing alongside Ronaldo, and he shouldn't be. Um, he's yeah. not linking up the midfield. So again, the criticism, you know, you can you can blame like McTominay and Fred for a lot, but then if they get the balls and then there's no one in front of them in that triangle or the diamond, then 
it's just, you know, it all goes out the window. So I think every single player on that pitch had a stinker and deserved to be, you know, um, sort of had the finger pointed at them for what they, yeah. for the performance they put in. As does Oli. Oli is always going to take the blame. To be fair to him, he always does put the blame on him and he always does protect the players. I don't know who... The hard thing is, I don't know who's doing the tactics. Because, you know, this Not is why it. it's confusing and I don't want to get in, get involved on like the Twitter because if you look at Twitter, it's McKenna and Herrick taking training. Ollie's picking the team yeah. with feeling. And apparently McKenna and Carrick want to play one way, but then Ollie and Phelan choose to go to a different way. That to me doesn't make sense, and that to me just sounds like gossip. Because I don't, I can't imagine him training one position. Like apparently they want to play a three-five-two. Can't imagine them doing a three-five-two in training, and then not implementing that on the weekend. Yeah, that doesn't mad. make sense if your coaching staff yeah. aren't doing it, like aren't all in synergy otherwise you'd buy them because you'd be like they're not doing what i want them to do so that to me just sounds like sounds like bollocks so i don't actually know who's like picking the team and and all that every single day it seems like feelings trending then on tuesday you'll have carrick trending then on wednesday it'll be mckenna and then thursday and friday it'll be ollie again like every day is different yeah it's just so disjointed yeah yeah well, one club that I have to, we have to move. We we talk about Man United, obviously. I want to know. Uh, we we got to talk a little bit about Liverpool. Sorry, but how fantastic they were it was un. Oh, I'm, I'm saying I even say that they didn't even really get out of, like second, third gear. To be honest, they didn't need to like mm. because it just became so easy at one point. And Mo Salah is like Jesus Christ, Alan Door winner in it this year. Like oh, he's, he's got to be. He's unreal. Best player in the league, I think. Um, sure. Or world, basically. I don't think anyone's touching him right now. Yeah, no, um, he's, he's on a new level at the moment. And this is going back to our conversation from the team of the year last year. This is a Salah year. This is a Salah year. He's definitely first name on the team of the season for this year, 100%. But it be every year. Yeah, well, nah, you never know. Um, yeah. <laughs> no, but he's on a mad one at the moment. He's just running rings around like United's defence. Not not even just United. Most games he's played recently, he's just running rings around the, the defence, just treating it like a, a kickabout in the sort of in the playground. Really, it's just it looks too easy for him. Um, so handedly yeah. rocketed char to the top of the fantasy league. <laughs> yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Um, yeah, they're smashing it. Liverpool, they look, you know, they look as good as anyone in this league this year. They could definitely be. They're definitely in a title challenge with with Chelsea and Man City. I think it's safe to say those three are the challengers really mm. for the title this year. Not when um, Mark's so, though. When, when Mark's at the yeah, Who? Who? Yeah. Um, no. Uh, yeah, well, when Mark's here, we don't obviously we, we pick on Liverpool quite a bit more, but we're going to give them their flowers now. Yeah. Um, but they've been they've been fantastic. Klopp's got them playing at a different sort of level now. Yeah, uh, I had a couple of comments oh, just before we nuts. move on. Um, yeah, Gaming said, "Lad, lad, lads, uh, oh, you finally got name badges now, so I can tell who's who." Exactly, you can. There we go. Uh, and the Rapkins also said, "Bruno's been Ollie's bailout king. Now it's CR7." Um. I don't know about that. I think Ollie. I don't think there's anyone's been bailing on. Oh right, okay. In terms of like what getting the results. Yeah, getting a last minute okay, goal or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, yeah, that that's that's true. Like I could imagine United go out and get like a like a two or three nil win against Spurs next weekend at 
just comes out of nowhere and then all yeah. he's like right back in it again literally um well if he then... does, let's say let's say he beats tottenham and then beats city now okay it's big ass but if, <laughs> if he's beaten city plenty of times in the past then is that like okay that was just really bad form and they've got their shit together or not really we beat we beat spurs three now we beat them three one I know you're still going to say, oh, if we don't fucking beat him by three, then it's going to be really bad, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. yeah well, you're, right, you're on a level with with Palace and Arsenal at the moment, basically. If you beat Tottenham. <laughs> yeah, if you beat Tottenham, you'll basically be right, down down here with us. Um, <laughs> if you don't, then... Yeah, yeah then, you're, then, you're yeah, you're, yeah. But... Uh, that's a tough game, man. I, I fully expect. I expect you to take three points. I expect you to beat Spurs, and I expect you to lose to City. I think that's a fair thing. I think that's not out of the blue. I think that's what United fans would probably expect, no? If being if they're going to be realistic with themselves. I mean, I'd expect to beat Spurs and like a point from City, to be honest. But the yeah. way Liverpool carved us open, I'd be like, yeah, probably a loss. And yeah. now, I mean, we have to win. Tottenham is a must-win. Obviously, yeah. no doubt. It was anyway, but this is such a hard run of games. If you lose all three, that's, that's just crazy. That's it's it's tough, mate. It's tough. But we, we'll put you out, put you out your misery. We don't want to go. Well, I'll go back quickly. I just honestly thought yeah, that you, maybe we'll make one last go point. For like a point. I was like, maybe they'll play. Manu will play Liverpool, and you know what? Maybe Manu will settle for a point. And the yeah. fact that they didn't even do that was like. Like, did they even go out to win? Game management. Well, we could have been one 0 up if Bruno had scored his chance. That's so true. That's true. That if Ronaldo wasn't offside. Yeah. yeah, very true. You know that could have sparked the comeback. Exactly. Um, but no, we'll move on. We'll put you out of your misery. We'll move on because we've spent twenty-five minutes talking about Man United already. Yeah, um, <laughs> as, as, the, as is the usual case when we've got Vards on. But I, I at least it's not Arsenal anymore. Yes, yeah, that's true. <laughs> I enjoy yeah. our United chats. But talking about going from one spank into another spank, and Chelsea absolutely dominated. Not, I mean, I think every team's going to dominate Norwich, apart from Burnley because I know they they drew. It cost me money. Um, but yeah, seven nil, easy. Mason Mount with a hat trick. Um, Hudson Odoi, Reese James, and Ben Chilwell got the other goals. Well, yeah, Max uh, Max Aaron's got an own goal, and yeah, like uh, Chelsea. I mean, you can't really take this says more about Norwich than it does about Chelsea, mm-hmm. because you expect Chelsea to go out there and run a riot on Norwich, but you maybe expect Norwich to put a bit of a fight up. Yeah, considering Chelsea didn't, didn't have their their two main sort of uh, well their main goal scorer and yeah. Werner. Um, yeah, yeah, they they still. Absolutely dominated Norwich. They just Norwich just look awful. Um, all English goal scorers as well, including uh, Max Aaron's. True. Every single That's one true. of them. All seven Love goals. That. Love that. But yeah, I mean they they have not. Sk- I know they're playing Norwich, but they've not skipped a beat. Um, one thing I have to say is about Kai Havertz is, is actually one of the most disappointing players this season, for sure. He um, he's had opportunities to cement his, his spot in this team, and he's just not taken them. Yeah. Like, there's no reason why he could not have been like the Mason Mount of that. You know, he could have had a hat trick in that game. Like, if he had put, you know, he, there's no reason why he can't be that guy. Yeah. And he's just not doing it for them this year. That's, that's who he was before he came to Chelsea. Well, even sort yeah. of part, of, part of last year, that's that's the sort of type, uh, type of player he was. But I don't know where he is this year. He just doesn't seem to have turned up. No, no, he's killing me in fantasy. Yeah. It's really hurting. But um, Loftus Cheek had a good assist for uh, complete Mount's uh, hat trick. He's uh, doing all right at the moment. 
Yeah, I'd love to see that. And like with the new formation that Tuchel's playing with this uh, with this team, as with the two strikers, um, I I um, I like the fact that Lotashik is getting a, getting a chance in there, and sure. I like the fact that he's actually backing him. He's yeah. a very good, he's a quality player when he gets a chance to like do stuff. But that's the thing. I don't good. like when young decent players just end up sitting on the bench or not even on the bench sometimes just sitting on the sidelines week in week out just because they're playing at a club like Chelsea or City or whatever and they can't quite get to that sort of calibre but to still sort of be put out there every couple of weeks or whatever good on them yeah well we're starting to see more Chelsea players especially in this past summer like decide to you know uh, leave for on a permanent basis and get more games like you see Mark Gehi come to us yeah. Could have definitely stayed at that Chelsea team and fought for a spot that he probably would have got over maybe Chalobah or someone like that. You never know. But he wanted to go elsewhere and play first-team football regularly and you can't blame him, man. But yeah, Chelsea are going to they're gonna keep steamrolling teams like this. I, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if this is not the first 7-0 Chelsea win we see this year against maybe like a team like that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, They've got, they got Newcastle. Haven't they got Newcastle coming up? I think so. Yeah, he uh, they they could definitely put seven past Newcastle easy. For sure, mm. Ben Chilwell needs to slow down a bit. He's getting too ahead of himself at the moment. Four goals in the last four games. He doesn't. Oh, isn't <laughs> I don't know what's happened to him, but fair play. He was he was out of touch with um, uh, Tuchel when Tuchel came in last season. He lost his place to Alonso, but seems to be winning it back at the moment. So fair play. See, I'd much rather have Chilwell in that spot than Alonso for, yeah, for, uh, sure. for England's sake. Yeah, but. Uh, but yeah, uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to say on that game before we move uh, on? Yeah, what's it going to take the Norwich to sack their manager? Because they are pony. They won't. They There's won't, no man. They, their, their whole like business model is to come up and come down. That's their whole thing. Like And and uh, what's his face? I forgot his Daniel name. Daniel Fark. Yeah, Fark is like the perfect guy to do that. So they won't. Like, do they not want to try and? I know, I know they've got to spend money, and I know they're, you know, they are good with their money in terms of the championship and that sort of thing. But like, they always win the championship well with like this style of play, brand of football, and then that never translates. Yeah, I just don't think it translates to the the way they want to play football. Translates. You you often see teams that dominate the ball in the championship struggle when they come up to the Premier League, Mm. but. This is a different kind of breed, man. You need to. They don't really have that many quality, like Premier League quality players in their team. No. If you, well, they, they, I think the thing that makes most, more sense for them is to sack him during the summer, so they can, well, at the beginning of the summer or whatever, get someone well, else in and just allow them to get a couple of players in, do what they want to do in the Championship, and then they've got a year under their belt as manager of Norwich before they potentially come back back up to the Prem. Um, that might be a better way forward for them instead of getting rid of sort of uh, Fart now and then bringing someone in that can't do anything until the summer anyway. And then they still end up um, sort of coming to the 20th and they've probably had to shell out a load of money for um, a load of money for sacking Fark uh, anyway. Yeah, well, I mean, they. Sh- I don't know if they should sack. I, I mean, they won't sack him if we're going to be realistic. They just won't. But in the terms of they, they probably should because even their like transfer business since selling Buendia and that has not been great. Mm. They bought in um, obviously they got Billy Gilmore on loan. He's not really done much, and I'm fairly sure he's gone back because there was a whole thing about. Did you hear about him? He was caught celebrating with Chelsea fans at the full time, with uh, Chelsea players at full time, again oh. the Norwich game. How was he? Yeah, 
Apparently, there's there's talks now about him getting his loan terminated at Norwich <laughs> and sent back to Chelsea. But um, you look at like the players that they sign, like Josh Sargent, man. Josh Sargent was supposed to be their saviour. He couldn't keep Werder Bremen in the Bundesliga. How the hell is he going to keep Norwich in the Premier League? Yeah. Like it's these kind of things are just stupid, man. Like they deserve to go down, and they are going to go down. And I'd be honestly surprised if they get if they pick up a, a three points in one game. I'd I'd be surprised if they get a win this year. They're that I bad. I just think they can't take a pace in every week, and they seem to be. I know they they're gonna. They're gonna. They're literally yeah, gonna. Yeah. There's nothing else they can do. I don't understand how. I do actually. You say it out loud. I agree with you about Daniel Fark keeping his job, and also I agree that there is no. If they're twentieth. There's no point selling, um, sacking him, then having to shell out all that money when they're yeah. going to finish 20th anyway. I do understand that. But it, if you're a Norwich fan, why would you pay to get pasted every week and knowing you're going to get a pasting every week? I just don't see how his job could be tenable, you know? Yeah, I mean, it's, it, it all just comes down to the board and what they want to do. If they actually do want to yeah. progress and, and become a bigger team, then they will... They will fire Farker. They will maybe bring in a younger manager that's got better ideas, maybe that that they can that can at least put them on track to something. Um, sort of like what we've done with Vieira, but to a, I guess a lesser degree. But you know, it is what I, I, Norwich is just. It's just what it is. I mean, it, the sad reality is there's no point in being a Norwich fan. No, not at all. So it's a sad fact, but it is what it is. Like that's it. um, it's it must be an awful existence. It was a stupid tackle from Gibson as well to get a red card, because yeah. that, that just sort of shows the level of like fucks they give at the moment. Just zero. So like, we're already losing six nil. Might yeah. as well. Uh, <laughs> that might as well go and have a shower now and uh, yeah. get ready to yeah, go home. Yeah, the brilliant parts. That's the it. next posting. That's it. But yeah, I, there's no hope for Norwich. Not so. There's no hope. There's no hope. They're done. They're done. Um. Yeah, I'd be surprised if they got a win, to be honest. I can't see where they get a win. Maybe against the Burnley or South. Well, they might they be already played Burnley, but... and they only managed a point out of it. So That's true. That's true. It's Brighton, hard. they could beat Brighton. Um, <laughs> but yeah, talking about Brighton, that's the next one. Brighton coming back down to earth after they've actually started to play proper teams and that. Um, yeah, they got absolutely dominated by, uh, by Man City, 4-1. Uh, Gundogan got the first one. It was a weird goal, wasn't it? That first one. I mean, it, it wasn't was a, a foul. No, it wasn't, it wasn't a, foul. a foul. The keeper made an error, but it was yeah. a bit like I wouldn't be surprised if it was called for a foul. Mm. That's the it, thing. Um, it's one of those situations where if it's not given as a foul, you can understand it. If it is, you can also be like, okay, yeah, I can kind of, I can sort of see why it's a bit of a fifty-fifty, really. But it was a bit of a scrappy goal. But it is what it is. We're not going to moan about it. We should have punched it. But, uh, yeah, obviously then Grealish and Foden combined for their second, which uh, Foden put in the back of the net. How crazy are those two going to become over their career, playing together week in, week out? Yeah. Doing a madness. Like, hopefully if they can get it together, the World Cup, if we can have them starting in the World Cup with, I don't know who the hell, at striker, because I guess Kane, but he's not playing particularly well right now. Yeah. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's just a couple messages from the Rapkit saying Brighton are playing well, though. Um, I mean, that Man City. So, yeah, they were playing well at the beginning of the season, not so much anymore. Um, yeah. I think that's mainly due to the fact that they're 
early fixtures were pretty easy. Now they're they coming back down to reality. They are not. They're not a bad team. Don't get me wrong. They're they're a de- very very decent team, but probably a good team to be fair. I just have my own biases as a Palace fan, but um, they're not what everyone said they were going to be. They're just not because they don't have. That they don't have the strike power. In, you know, Trossard's a good player, Gross is a good player, but Neil Mopai sucks. Mm. Um, they rely. They were reliant on Glenn Murray um, until we basically couldn't walk anymore, and <laughs> they haven't. They haven't replaced him. They haven't replaced him. Graham Potter's a great manager, but he's destined for bigger things. And once he's gone, Brighton are going to get relegated, man. That's just how it goes. Like, sure. it'd be interesting if if Man United came in for Graham Potter. I mean, the way he play football, it would be pretty. Uh, It'd be pretty spectacular to see with Greenwood, Rashford, Sancho, Ronaldo. Like, that would be pretty spectacular things with Bruno as well pulling the strings. Um, I'm not against that. Yeah, he's a great <laughs> manager. He's a great manager, man. And it pains for me to say it because he's Brighton manager, but he is a fan. He's one of the best managers in the league. I think he, they just don't have to He's got better since he uh, grew a beard, I think. It's the power of the True. beard. He, I didn't realise how weak his chin game was. <laughs> it's like, so it, bad. It so weak. His chin was so weak. He like, looks so much better with a beard. <laughs> yeah. No, honestly, yeah. He, he's done He's done bits to grow that beard. But uh, back to back to City. Um, one player I want to actually give the, give his flowers to is um, uh, Gabriel Jesus, who couldn't even get into the City team when Aguero was injured at that striker spot. And now it's become one of them yeah, one has become now has become them one of their most integral pieces on the wing. He's yeah. been fantastic for them so far this season. Yeah, he wasn't um, drafted in our, in our fantasy. Everyone was slating nah. him for going well, who, no, who exactly. wants uh, uh, Gabriel Jesus, but I'm happy I picked him off. Yeah, I was gonna say clearly someone now. Yeah, but um yeah, he he's been fantastic for them. He's completely changed his game. Uh, and he's banging goals and assists every week. So, you know, yeah, this new good, position good for him. This new position on the wing for him is such, so much yeah. better suited. I have to hold my hands up. I said that Gabriel Jesus would be the new Jesse Lingard, and I apologise. I guess I'm kind of right, actually. Yeah, I had a bit Jesse of a resurgence. Uh, actually, I'm pretty, I'm pretty right, actually. I thought in terms of, like, everyone would be saying that he's young, when in fact he's end up being, like, 28, 29. You're like, oh, shit. What happened? But I guess with the revival, I, I'm correct. Um, I, you know what? This is why people should watch the show because we're just always right, whatever we say. Um, always comes back round to us being correct. That's just the way the world goes at the yeah. moment. It might um, be that we've completely slated them and they're not doing well, but it's yeah, just yeah, it's yeah. motivation. Yeah, exactly. And it's when we slate them that they turn their act, they get their act together, they turn it around, and they start performing. So. Who knows? Oh yeah, I'm claiming I'm claiming a bit of this. That's yeah. why Hayden is doing so well. I'm claiming some of that. Yeah. About two percent, but I'm claiming. Well, United are actually um, going to win their next game, two games, five 0 So because we've slated yeah. them for the first twenty-five minutes, so. Exactly. Ollie's going to win something. I don't know. <laughs> win a, win a bit of title, title wear or something like that. I don't know. But um, but yeah, I mean, uh, Brighton did get a goal back, I guess, in that game for a penalty, which is a definitely was a penalty. For Edison, I don't know what he was doing. He's such Love he's a great keeper, but he is so reckless. Um, that if you didn't got that penalty, you would have beaten me on fantasy, you would have smashed me. Um, I oh, know it's so painful, yeah. <laughs> but then yeah, Mares put the fourth in game said and done. It didn't really look like Brighton were going to do much. Man City just keep rolling. I think Brighton are going to be looking down the table now. Yeah, I really do. Sure. I think their their time in uh in fantasy land is, is finished, man. I think. They come crashing back, but then Graham Potter, man, I just I would like to see him in a new job so I can be like actually start backing him because I, I actually do quite like him. Um, but yeah, Ollie, your boys, man, your boys, three-one against Villa, unexpected result, I must say. 
Well, unexpected um, yeah. for you. You were the only one out of the me, three of us me. that were on the podcast me. last I, week. I, I love Villa, man. I don't know what it is. I love Villa this year. I, I do always they, have a bit of a soft spot for Villa. I do yeah, quite like and, them. But... And they have let me down in this game, unfortunately. Well, I had so much faith in Villa. I was like, I'll take out Lukaku. Obvious. Put in Danny Ings. Okay. Fair. I won't Captain Salah. I'll Captain Danny Ings instead. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh, that is that's how much faith I had in Villa this week. Can we let him into the fantasy league next year? Can we? Oh, let me just get a quick. <laughs> I'm just putting a quick F in the chat for you. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> Everyone, throw up your Fs for Bards yeah. on that one. But no, this was a this was a good game. Villa just capitulated within the first 20 minutes, and it just did not look like the team that they have been so far this year. They just defensively just broke down and let Arsenal just attack. Yeah, like. Arsenal did play well, but they didn't. I, I think the the I think the scoreline's misleading, but I think Arsenal still played well because two of the I, the Partey goal was the only one for me that wasn't very preventable. The Partey goal was fantastic. It was a great header. The keeper stretched like it was a perfectly placed header. There's nothing you can do about it, right? The Aubameyang penalty was an awful penalty. Yeah, it was a, it was a, it was definitely a penalty to give. It was a kind of a soft one as well. Yeah, I thought, but it was definitely a penalty. Yeah, Aubameyang yeah. Was a shocking penalty, and then got the luck of the rebound to then go in. Mm. Lack of knew and what then, he was doing with that penalty situation. Yeah, he was not exactly. trying to get the ball at all. Smart. It was yeah, smart. it was very, it was very, very smart. smart. That's the thing. That's all we needed to Better do. Move. Get my foot in in between yeah. the player and the ball. I don't need to hit touch the ball. Just get in the way of it, which is exactly what he did. It was a bit of a messy half-time sort of scenario obviously ref blew for half-time then two seconds later blew and tried to beckon the players back over again because he's getting a call in his ear to say oh actually go and have a look at that um but yeah no it was two of the goals were were preventable from villa but this is where we took that step up and capitalized on them um to capitalize on these opportunities that we had um obviously smith rowe yeah. Quite lucky to get his uh, his uh, his goal, but obviously a bit came off uh, Mings in the end. But yeah, yeah no, was, I, I'm happy with the performance. Um, goes back to what I said last week when we keep this pressure on and we do it's consistent pressure. We don't just score one, sit back and defend for the rest of the game. That's that's not how you go and win these games. And because we've we've hopefully learned from uh, that game where we we've now actually score one okay let's push for number two push for number three let's keep going keep going and that's exactly what we need from a player so it was it's good to see that we're hopefully learning from our mistakes and I'd, chances are we're probably going to go back to seeing uh, the Arsenal of uh, the first couple of games next week but you never know who you got next week? Um, good question who do we have next week? I don't know who you've got I can't remember but, um, Leicester you're away at Leicester yeah that could be quite that could be quite tough. But uh, one thing I did want to say is, um, I think um, Tar Tarvarez, man, he's a, he's not a bad little player, that. He's all right, if, yeah. Uh, he's just I like much him, game time at the At the moment. Going forward, I prefer him to Tierney. Um, going back, I'm not 100% sold on him, still. But uh, he looks like, if you're going to play free at the back with two wingbacks, he looks like a decent little piece, man, that, could, uh, that can definitely be... Um, transformed into something obviously yeah jacob ramsey scored the goal of the game unfortunately it was a bit too little too late an absolute rocket strike it was a good goal but yeah it was just a game that you needed three points and you got your three points and and it you know you got three goals uh, unfortunately you couldn't keep the uh clean sheet 
Yeah, but, but um, I was kind of glad we didn't in the end anyway because I put Ben White on my bench. <laughs> so oh yeah, he, and he didn't come on, so uh, he would have sat there with a load of points on the bench. But um, no, yeah, I'm happy with it. To be fair, um, it's a, another step in the right direction. I don't now want to sort of see us go back to just winning one nil or scraping a draw or whatever and playing really badly. I, I think we just need to sort of keep this momentum going. Obviously, I know it's going to be a bit harder with Leicester because they seem to be sort of coming into sort of a bit more form now. Um, yeah. But yeah, fingers crossed we can just keep, sort of keep it going, um, really. I thought I did think Villa were going to get a man sent off because they were just getting yeah, yellow cards. They left. were. They, Watkins got a yellow card in the first minute. Watkins uh, and Gabriel kicked off within literally the first uh, 60 seconds. He got yeah. a yellow card. Uh, McGinn, I think, got a yellow card. They had three yellow cards within the first 30 minutes. Um, and by 90 minutes, I think there was at least four or five yellow cards that they had. So I did think they were going to get some, someone sent off, but they managed to keep the heads. Yeah, absolutely. No, great, great result. Bards, have you got any thoughts on Arsenal? This turnaround, is this legit or is it just fortune favours? Um, I don't I'm really hoping, know where I was going with that, to be honest. But yeah, what do you I'm hoping it's just uh, fortuitous. Um, I do not want to stuck on Arsenal's level much longer so hopefully Oli can turn it around um, but no they yeah they look good they've been playing good as, as I said earlier I was a bit shocked that it was 3-1 um, I do agree with you somewhat they do, it is a bit flattering but you know um, Smith Rowe as well just I don't know why I don't, I don't. I don't know. Like he's doing so well, but I don't understand it. He doesn't look like he should be doing so well. But fair well, play. He's, he's been look. building up for a, a while. Last season, he obviously started to get a bit more game time. He started to sort of currently. Uh, he started to sort of play a bit more, show what he can do, as opposed to just coming on for five minutes at the end of the game. He started a couple of games last season, so he he's been slowly sort of given more and more time to show what he can do. And I think the give him being given signing a new contract, nearly leaving to go to Villa uh, during the summer, and then now being given the number ten, it's clearly showing that we're putting yeah. trust in that. Uh, in that youth academy and obviously with Saka as well another young player we bought through the academy we need to show these young guys that we're not just going to bring you up through the academy and ship you off or only play you for five minutes every five or six games but we're going to slowly try and bring it a bit like what Pep's done with um, uh, with Phil Foden he's always said that Phil Foden's an unbelievable world, a world class player and everything but we didn't really ever see that because he didn't get that much game time so that's sort of bringing it in slowly and building their confidence and not just chucking them in sort of at the deep end and I think Emil Smith-Rowe is sort of now really coming into it this season and he's he's controlling a lot of the midfield and for such a young player I think it's impressive very impressive and he's currently well I won't say <laughs> I'm not even going to say it I'm not going to say it don't worry go on go on go on he is currently over the last couple of games he's living up to that number 10 shirt Oh Jesus Christ! He's got two goals since and two assists. Yeah, since he's got that ten shirt though, he's looked good. But maybe it's just that, yeah, he seems to prop up everywhere. I need to see more before he's I rate him. Well, I think he's definitely, um, he's definitely, he's definitely a I don't know what it is. I just don't rate him. But I need to just see more. Yeah, well, I just need to see more. Well, and there's always going to be sort of players like I don't particularly rate. Um, uh, Eze as highly as you do, but I, I know he's a good player. I, I don't doubt that at all. But I don't, uh, I don't think he's 
as as great as you rate him, but there's always going to be a bit a bit of bias coming in from everyone. Um, and yeah, it's going to take more game time for him to show to block yeah. out all these haters. You know, blocking out the haters. One thing I did actually, I I was a wanted set when we were playing when we were talking about Man United because uh, Bars brought it up, but what I meant to save it for this was. Um, I do think the hangover from the Euros is a real thing because Saka's having it as well. He's uh, for me. I don't know how you guys feel, but for me, he's not been. He's not kicked on as what we thought he, he maybe should. He's not played badly per se, mm. but he's sort of just treading water. I think in this Arsenal team at the moment. I think and he's being played a bit more. I think than he's you. been rocked. I think he's been rocked by the Euros. I think his confidence is still low. We've seen it with Sancho. The only one that seems to have not... I mean, we've seen it with more players than that. We've seen Luke Shaw, Harry Maguire, Harry Kane. All these players have been rocked by the mm. by the Euros, I think. So it's just... It's sad to see, man, because... I think he's also being like, played maybe a little bit more than he should just because, like, he picks up a knock in one game, whatever comes off the pitch, and he starts the next one. Maybe just give him a game off, let him fully recover, and it might be a similar sort of thing to Luke Shaw and Harry Maguire, where these players are being forced back a little bit too early, and they're not playing at that same level. Obviously, he's not playing at a bad level by by any means, but maybe you just give him that extra bit of time, or don't start him the next game, bring him on later on, give, still let him sort of stretch his legs and get a bit of a run out, but he needs to maybe sit back for a second and let himself fully recover before he jumps straight back in and tries to pick up where he left off because it's not it's a lot easier said than done really mm. yeah no, that's fair enough but uh hopefully he kicks back he gets back to his well to where he was because i would i want to see him you know get better and better but it's just yeah just a bit treading water but mm. hopefully we'll see we'll he's see dangerous him. running at defenders yeah Very dangerous. he missed a, oh my god that he should have scored against villa though that he was awful should have, he should have terrible um, swatted that but yeah awful we'll but, um <laughs> Yeah, uh, when you win three one, you can ignore that, I suppose. But um, West Ham, West Ham, the second best team in London, uh, are smashing it. They're doing really well at the moment. Palace, uh, beating... Palace third then. Huh? Palace third best team in London. Yeah. Then. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. West Ham played uh, unbelievably well. Antonio, man. What a guy. Fair play to the guy. He's in the form of his life, and um, yeah. It's good to see. Moyes is playing some really good football. I think he's just, he's done what he, it looks like he's done what he's done at Everton and that's good. I think that's, that's what he needs. I don't, you know, everyone, all my mates are like, that you want Moyes back and all that sort of jazz. I don't, he's not no. good enough at that level, but he's doing so well with this team and they look good in Europe as well and this was I believe their first win off the back of playing in the Europa so it was a massive result to get um, I see on the notes as well you've got both teams played well but I really don't think Spurs played well at all in this I thought they I think so... they had Spurs to play. I think they had um, moments they where just, they played quite well they just kept getting it to like Oliver skip and then they'd run they'd get to the box there was a couple of chances they could I just thought a lot of the time they were overhitting balls or just running into nothing. And Kane, I thought, was just yeah. poor again. Um, Kane was poor. I lost. thought Son was good. I thought Ndombele was played, actually played quite well. Um, yeah, Dom- Ndombele uh, had I, a few chances, didn't he? He was pulling out to the to the wings a lot, actually, putting yeah. the balls in the, in the box. But obviously, you know, they rested most of this team for, uh, yeah, uh, comparable to Thursday. They put out... Uh, 
a weak side on, on Thursday and, and they've lost both games. So players don't really have an excuse in terms of, you know, not no, converting are, the chances yeah. if they did play play well. But I, no, I they, don't know. They, I just thought they were passing it into nothing. They were running into walls. There wasn't really that free-flowing attacking football that, you know, you could associate with Spurs at the start of last season when they had Mourinho. You know, they pick up the ball, pass it out wide to Mora or Son and that sort of thing. I just didn't think... I just think they look... They still look toothless in a way. Yeah. But they've got Kane and Son, so it doesn't make sense. But, yeah. Kane um, looks toothless, man. Kane looks like he doesn't know yeah. what he's doing out there at the moment. It's yeah. quite sad. Do you know, you know yes, like... Um... The film Space Jam, the original, not the not the remake, when uh, obviously all the players touch the basketball and they lose their power. It's exactly what's happened to Harry Kane. Someone's yeah. handed, presented him with the football and he's lost his footballing ability for this season to some yeah. random aliens in space. Oh, I like it. I like I like it. Um, <laughs> I thought Romero wasn't that great this uh, during this game. Antonio no, bodied him. <laughs> Antonio absolutely well, bodied him and just pushed him right out of the way. First half, didn't they? I think they showed some clips in the first mm -hmm. half of that sort of um, battle. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. But, uh, and yeah, you know, there were, there were ones where he did all right. But Antonio is in the form of his, form of his life, man. And he's loving, he's just loving football. And, and it's it's great to what, see, to be fair. Someone that I have to, like, we have to start talking about because he's been playing sneaky well all season for West Ham is Jared Bowen. That yes. kid is, yeah. he's playing very, very well for... Yeah. Uh, for West Ham and he's 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 playing 90 minutes like every game um and yeah he's just getting better and better as the season goes on I think um you know him Ben Rama and Four Nows is such a dynamic attacking like tri uh, triplet that they can just they just it just causes havoc and then you've got Mikel Antonio who's so hard to put down um and, and get off the ball like it's, it's just going to cause a problem I see I think they I might put a little bet on them winning the Europa League you know because yeah. If they can, if they can keep going, there's no reason. They look so comfortable in the Europa League mm. um, so far, so there's no reason why they can't they can't go to win it. And I think, uh, up, I, I'm happy for West Ham. I think Fornells had a good game as well. He was sort of popping up all over the place, getting these shots in, pinging balls around. So I think he he really sort of stepped up in this game compared to the last maybe two or three games where he. He was there and he was doing stuff, but he he wasn't quite getting the hang of things and uh, getting things done. And just in this game, he was he looked like he really stepped it up a bit. Yeah, Ben Rama's started to slow down over the last couple of weeks. I'm just hoping he, he did really that. Well. Not, I'm hoping that's not a, a continuation. Hopefully, he can just you know he can keep building that up because uh, he's a fantastic. He, he is the he's not a, he isn't a fantastic player, but he has the potential to be a fantastic player. Um, so yeah, hopefully he can he can sort of they're going to need him if to do that so uh yeah how long till Nuno looking... gets sacked though uh i i don't i don't know i could def mm. is i could, i don't think they sack him man because likewise they're not going to be able to get anyone in hmm. and they give him a bit more time to 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 put you know to to put his stamp on the team but i'm as a palace fan i think we've dodged a bullet not getting him like, I think a lot of the teams that we're looking at him are probably dodged a bullet not getting them. Uh, well, Spurs are yeah. fortunate that they're good enough to stay in the Premier League in, even if they have a bad season, you know. No. But, you know, a team not so fortunate 
And you know, Wolves look better than they did under Nuno. I personally, like in terms of how they're playing, maybe not result-wise, but in terms of how they're playing and the chances creating and that, that kind of thing, they look better than they ever did under Bruno, under Nuno. Sorry. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I think Nuno suits a, a smaller club. But I don't think he can. He was maybe either quite ready for a, a club of like Tottenham stature but they're not sort of massive but a big enough club anyway I think yeah maybe like um, obviously like he did at Wolves he might have done similar sort of thing at Palace he might have done okay at Palace it's just maybe this bigger club mentality is not he wasn't ready for yet yeah maybe yeah you never know but then and he's got to be given the time to kind of I don't think they're playing the way that Nuno no actually probably envisioned visions for this team mm. um they were very counter-attacking with wolves but also they had like um wingers to do that like traore and you know they had a great header of the ball in jimenez all right he got injured and then they yeah, struggled they, as well. they did mm. they're kind of in the yeah they're in the same position now <laughs> except their main the main striker isn't injured he's just not playing well so he's just playing like in his own half yeah, and Why I, is he... I do just think I think they nuts. It's a, the rebuilding job that he's got. He should be given time. That's Spurs, though, isn't it? Like, his fans probably have a bigger expectation of Spurs. For us, um, this is probably where for us Spurs have always been and yeah. always will be. But the fans probably expect more given what they've the recent success they've had. So um, I can't envision them sacking him because. Again, yeah, as you said, Alf, who do they, who do they get? Nice. Who do they get? Exactly. Like, it's just, yeah, it's not going to happen. I don't think, I think only, I think Ranieri, I, I only because of Watford, I think he is potential to get sacked. But we'll, we'll obviously, we'll come on to that situation in a minute. Um, but if you guys got anything else you want to Huh? I thought you were saying Spurs could get Ranieri. Oh, no, no. He's going to get, he's going to get sacked at some point. But, um, uh, is there anything else you guys wanted to say on West Ham and Spurs before we move on to the Brentford-Leicester game? Spurs are shit. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, West Ham are really good to watch. And West Ham are really good. Yeah, I'm uh, I'm loving watching West Ham. I'm watching as much West Ham as I can at the moment. West Ham and Villa are like the two teams outside of Palace that I'm like really loving right this season. Your, your tunes changed recently on uh, on West Ham. You weren't a fan, particularly anyway. For, uh, West Ham. I don't like a lot of West Ham fans. I still don't. Especially the ones that are very vocal on Twitter. Um... <laughs> But uh, but in terms of the team, I, there's no way you can't like them, man. Mm. Um, I like them as much as I can like another London club, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, you know, it is what it is. I hope I would like to see another team break into that top six, you know, yeah. and, and then fuck some shit up. But, the uh, has just said, though, all right, guys, I've got, a, uh, I've got a bounce. Nice stream today. Thank you very much. Peace out, dude. Nice no for Um But yeah, Brentford-Leicester. Another game Brentford would look like played well in maybe deserved something out of it but ultimately lost and take nothing or what and take nothing home i'm a little bit worried that especially we're, we're sort of worried with palace to this to agree as well that they're gonna they might be unfairly so in a relegation battle because i think that they're a good team but they're they're just not getting the results at the moment they're just they're just no matter how well they play they're just these results you know they're losing I know it was Chelsea and Leicester, two difficult teams, but they played well in both and they could have got results, you know what I mean? And they just didn't. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, Leicester, they're starting to, the ball's starting to roll a bit more. Um, although they have had the fortune of two, of a couple absolute worldies from Telemans. 
to uh, to get them through these games, these last couple games. Um, but yeah, you know, Casper Schmeichel has been good. Um, he made a really good save uh, at the beginning from a. Uh, yeah, a couple of good saves, yeah. Norgard uh, had a good shot. His fellow yeah. countryman. Ooh. Nice. But yeah, and then. Uh, well, yeah, Kasper, and then he set, he set up the. Uh, the counter-attack for the second goal and the ultimately the winner yeah a lovely throw up to uh ian Acho, then to daka then to madison easy two one done but uh yeah what what do you think there's the seat i just want to pose this question the ceiling for leicester and the floor for brentford um, um i think leicester are a funny one i think they might actually they'll be disappointing in, in terms of what they've um, been doing the past couple of seasons um, but I mean, top half finish for Leicester at the minute. The way they've started is is, is going to be where they're at. Yeah. Eighth, seventh is probably yeah, they're, they're ninth at the moment, and, and Brentford yeah. is at twelfth. I, I kind of did think it would be the other way around at the moment because I think Brentford probably have had a better start to the season than Leicester have, but relatively yes. anyway. Um, yeah, I, I can probably agree with you. I don't think they'll get probably that much higher, Leicester. But I think they could probably get maybe a, an eighth. I don't think they'll quite push think, for Europa League this yeah. year. I also think the disappointment of Leicester in the, in Europe has emphasised a lot of feeling to, like, yeah, it's sort of put a lot of emphasis towards how their form actually is. And it's probably not as bad as people think. Yeah. That's why they're ninth. But they've been so disappointing in Europe mm. that people are like they should be doing better, and I think that's sort of being carried mm. over into their sort of uh, league form, whether that should be sort of separated or not. So yeah, that, yeah, they, I, well, it's definitely. I they've think got, they, you know they beat Man United and won this one, so that's that's yeah. two great results, really. But then you, they were two and up against us, and they blew it. And they blew two yeah. goals, and they we ended up drawing. Do you know what I mean, it's like things like that. Like it's that is a fair, you know, you p picking that up and saying, oh, it's not maybe not the season. Is I think it's a fair judgment uh, because they have had results like the Man United result. But then we see now Man United are doing. Is that, you know, who does that say more about Man United or Leicester? Do you know what I mean in that in that kind of result? Yeah, because we have seen what both teams are like. So, um, but yeah, the floor for Brentford guys. Um, this is maybe the more interesting one. Yeah. They have a big ceiling and they have a they have a low floor, a high ceiling and low floor. They could, I think, they could get relegated this year if they don't turn. I think it could be like, like a, yeah, it will be close and it will be like a sort of heartbreak yeah. relegation, as you say. They'll, yeah. they'll be pulled down to it unfairly, or simply just on the back of not winning enough. And in a way, that's that's you know that's how it goes. It's not really unfair. They just haven't been good enough. But yeah, they'll be they'll slowly fall down the league table and I think it will get worrying because the hardest thing to do is stay motivated and when you're playing well and they are but when you're not getting the results it's so hard because you're not seeing the uh, success um, for the effort that you put in and you know, they, you, I think you're right they could get pulled into a relegation scrap but they do look good and they have got good attacking players that can yep. get goals Maybe yep. it's just Bruno, a case of their... Ivan Tony. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So... Very good I think maybe around 18th. I don't think they'll fall below that because there's definitely two worst teams in them. Norwich definitely being one of them. Um, I think they they could still get relegated for sure, 
Um, it, the season could turn around quite quickly and not end up as good as they maybe initially thought. But yeah, there's definitely two worse teams than Brentford out there at the moment. And uh, so I don't think they'll go any lower than 18th. I mean, if you're thinking about who's going to get relegated, you're probably you're thinking Norwich 100%, and then you're thinking what Newcastle, Watford, Burnley. Yeah, um, Newcastle, Watford, or Burnley. Burnley. Well, um, to be fair, yeah. Watford are doing better. They're up to 14th. And I do think that two teams that could be unfairly dragged into it is, would be Brentford and Palace, just on how they played, but just not being getting the results. I think Maybe Palace. Could, I don't think we'll get relegated. Maybe Villa. Maybe Southampton. We haven't mentioned Southampton as well. They've not been particularly great. Yeah. But um, I think, yeah. Um, yeah, Brentford, I hope they stay up because they are actually quite a frisky team. I like them. They could cause some trouble in the Premier League, but they've lost their last two games after a good initial run. What um, about Leeds, though? Because I... Oh, I yeah, Leeds, 100%. Leeds, we have so... to start talking about them as well. I've got that. We, we, we mentioned it last pod, I think, Ollie. Mm. And we have to start talking about Leeds as a potential relegation candidate. Because exactly. So, can Brett... In theory, if you're putting them, Newcastle, you know, Burnley, Leeds, I would still put Watford just because I think Watford is... Yeah, oh yeah, 100%. I basically think anywhere Brentford down can still get relegated. Well, yeah. technically, mathematically, there's a lot more teams that probably still can, but looking at the table at the moment, we've got Brentford 12th, Villa 13th, Watford 14th, uh, Palace 15th, Southampton 16th, Leeds 17th, Burnley, Newcastle, Norwich, 18th, 19th, 20th. I literally think all eight of those teams could go down. There is a possibility. I mean, we've still got three teams who haven't won yet. Yeah. Nine games into the season, they haven't won yet. But oh, let's just, okay, we're just going to get into this, boys, and get it done as soon as I fucking can. Palace won, <laughs> Newcastle won. Um, another game, third on the bounce that we should have uh, should have got taken three points and didn't. Um, obviously, Benteke got the first, but that was like one of a multitude of chances that he should have put away and didn't. Um, it's getting a bit ridiculous now. I know, obviously, Zaha didn't play because of illness and coming back from illness. Fair enough. I fully expect him to be back in the uh, team and hopefully running a front three of Zaha, Eduard and Olise because uh, I have to say Olise is he got his, I think it's his debut against... Um, yeah, his first start. Uh, his first, well, his, state, his debut, like, start, I mm. guess. Um, but he's been great, I think. Um, he's, he's definitely taken to the Premier League quicker than I thought he would. I thought he'd take a little bit of time with the style of play, but he's taken quicker than I thought he would. He looks very, very promising. Um, but yeah, Callum, obviously, you know, it was a luck. It was a, what can you say about it? It was just a class goal, wasn't it, from Callum Wilson? There's, you know, what can you do about it? And that was all they offered. That was it. That was all they offered going forward. Mm. And, and it was like the ref had a shocker. Like, you know, he, we got, he booked, I can't remember who he booked, but he booked a Palace player for wasting time and extra time at 90 minutes and then blew the final whistle before the allotted amount of time was over. Like, how fucking stupid can you be? Do you know, like, stuff like that, you know, he's giving fouls away. Like, he gave the foul on the Benteke winner um, for, a sh for a, like, a shirt pull, but the same exact thing happened to Joel Ward um, when the ball went out for a corner on the goal that they scored. So it was just yeah. inconsistent refereeing from a fucking poor referee in Darren England. I hope he never referees a Premier League game again. He's come up from the Championship and he is an absolute I've shocker. I've never heard of him before. Yeah, absolute shocker. Like, honestly disgusting. Like, um, But I guess, like, you know, we we, got, we yeah, got the win at whatever. It's another game that we shouldn't, you know, I'm still very much back in this Vieira project. I know I think we're a much better team than we have been. We just, you know, we just need the results to come in and they will. They will come in, you know, once the players get more comfortable and that kind of thing. But I guess, really, the biggest talking point of this game was not the football at all. It was the banner at the Homesdale. 
obviously of um you know the anti-saudi arabia takeover banner that you know got even got to the point where police were investigating it and um ultimately found nothing you know there was no charges no offenses or anything you know people uh you know i've got to say newcastle fans are actually pretty dis pretty disappointed in newcastle fans at the moment they've become an absolute joke since the takeovers you know they're just simply refuse a lot of them are simply refusing to even accept the fact that they're you know the saudi arabia regime that owns them is not a great one if we're being honest you oh, know yeah. it's uh, one of those sort of situations calling where Palestine's like... racist and stuff saying the banner's racist how's about how is that banner racist how yeah. facts not racist. it's just facts man yeah. it's just facts you're 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 insulted by that but you're not insulted about the uh atrocities that are going on in saudi arabia the, it's, the, it's absolutely insane man the stonings um, and the uh beheadings exactly, and stuff like, that go on probably on a daily basis the murder of the journalist yeah 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 is that like come on newcastle fans you're actually becoming a joke like That's you are with newcastle fans they're probably just like well this is good for us so i understand yeah i understand they're happy and i get it it's been awful for newcastle the last however many years i get it but this like you cannot just ignore everything else and just be like any fan or anyone that comes against it is racist because that's just not how it is, mate. Mm. It is awful. And if anything, and even... Newcastle need to be looked at for a racism because a lot of their fans were turning up in uh, with right. tea towels on their head. Tea towels on their head. Extremely racist. Very, yeah. <laughs> very stereotypically uh, racist uh, towards sort of Saudis and a lot of people in the Middle East. Like your fans are being more racist than anyone else's. Yeah. I really hope Newcastle can go down. I think they will because they are awful. Aside from Callum Wilson and Alex St. Maximum, they have nothing. They will only get like results like this through wonder goals like they did mm. against us. Do you know what I mean? That's all, they don't offer a thing. Yeah. Um, as soon as they get they, a manager in, though, who can shut up shop, they might. Bro, they're looking at Fonseca. He ain't going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I if, know, yeah. If they were smart, they'd go and get Roy Hodgson or Sam Allardyce. If they were smart for the rest of the year, because they will stay up with that with one of them too. I think but, Roy won't go back to managing, again. I don't think. No, I don't think he will. And yeah, I would I would not want him to go to that. I would not want. Back. Yeah, I know it'd be crazy. It would be crazy. I would not want Roy to go to that toxic, toxic place. Yeah. That is, you know, with That'd the way the that they, the way they treated Steve Bruce. I know it was like whatever. I just don't want that for Roy. If yeah. he was to turn that'll be the end of Roy. That's that'll be him done. Yeah, I don't want the. I don't want that for Roy. I hope he doesn't touch that team. But Going back uh, to I, um to Benteke though, he, he he does need to be more clinical. He's had yeah, a fair few chances during that game. A lot of them headers. The understandably, one on one. he, he the knows. One on one. Oh, yeah. That put the nail in the coffin for me. Honestly, I. Yeah, I, I, I he's got a lot of. He's had a lot of headers and stuff like that, which is sort of what he's known for. He's a big guy. He can jump very high. He's he's very good at that. But to pass up that many opportunities, and don't get me wrong, he got the goal. Fair enough and good, but. To, to not put away all of them though or, or to, not all of them it's hard to say all of them but to not put yeah. away more of them yeah, is, that's yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you can't you don't put away every single chance yeah, you need to that. put away everything Benteke <laughs> uh, no but yeah he, he does seem to be a bit more clinical he yeah, needs no, to yeah. uh, even Vera said the same thing in post-match conference he just said he needs to work on that and it probably will be something that Vera will be working uh, sort of uh, with him on trust Vieira man I think he's a great I do really think he's a good manager um and I think if we can I think it's annoyingly annoyingly that I'm gonna say this we're looking like a Brighton of a that Brighton project you know that's what it's looking like where we've got a man we just can't get the gut we just can't put the chances away and get do you know what I mean it's looking like that at the moment oh, um if I'm what? gonna be completely impartial and fair 
but um, but I think you know we're, you know how it is. We will always always be better than Brighton, no matter what happens. Um, but yeah, I uh, uh, I'm... Uh, there was a, a a quote that I uh, thought of when you were uh, when you said that about Brighton, and it's uh, you either die a hero or you live uh, you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. Yeah. <laughs> that's what it That's is Bra- pa- Palace are turning into Brighton now well, well I mean we're still better than Brighton now anyway yeah. um, obviously but no I just uh, I- I'm not panicking obviously not at all Like we do have the most draws out of any team in Europe um, <laughs> yeah genuinely uh, we have more, the most draws out of, we have six draws at the moment but you know our, our, still we've only lost to Chelsea and Liverpool away mm. like that it is, yeah, I'm, I'm sure I think We'll get into this on Thursday. I'm backing the boys for a win against Man City. I don't give a shit. Um, I think we're going to beat Man City. <laughs> Fully do. Fully do. Um, I don't know Fair. what it is. I've, got, I've just got that feeling. You know when you just have that feeling, Ollie? You I have, have that, that most feeling. weeks, but... Um, I just have that feeling. We're going, to beat, we're going to beat Man City, man. We are. I, oh. I don't know if Bart's going to hear, but... Don't know. Yeah, Arsenal Leeds like lineups just been announced. Oh, go on. Um, when the Sky Sports app decides not to be shit for once. Okay. Uh, here but we yeah. go. Bert Leno, Cedric Suarez, um, Rob Holding, Benjamin White, Kalasinac, El Nenny, Maitland Niles, Pepe, Smith Rowe, um, Martinelli, and Eddie Nketiah. So obviously we've gone for a um, very much a second yeah. team, essentially, bar a couple of players Ben White and probably Mill Smith Rowe, the only two people that are consistently starting for us. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. But yeah, Bars, I was just saying before we move on from Palace, I just, I, I, bro, we're going to beat Man City next week. Oh, that was a silence. <laughs> but, um, we're beating. Oh, I mean, you know, Palace, uh, Palace are playing well, aren't they? They're, you know what? They're playing well, and like Brentford, they're just not scoring. Yeah. I don't know how you're, how you're going to beat, uh, City, if you're that blunt, but City can actually be got at. That's the thing. I just don't think uh... we've beaten City. We've beaten better City teams with a worse Palace team. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to. Yeah, I mean, so you mentioned if they do come back, Benteke did miss so many chances. I mean, yeah. I, how he's still at at Palace, to be honest, I don't know. For for the amount of goals that he's got for you, it's not well. Over the the thing is, he's probably playing very well at the back end of last season when his contract was up. And we gave him a new contract with lesser wages and he accepted it. Do you know what I mean? So it was... I, I and, and, and we had to keep him because he wasn't a bad player. And you've you you know, you've seen what has happened with us over the summer, how many players we lost anyway without losing Benteke. So we had to recoup some players. You know, We offered Andros Townsend a contract on lesser wages, but he just he didn't accept it. I would love to see Andros Townsend in this team. Um, but yeah, it is what it is. But yes, um, talking about the team that Andros Townsend is on. Bloody hell. Everton got... Shit pumped. 5-2. What happened? Mate, Josh King happened, man. The former Everton player. Got a hat-trick. There for six months, didn't get a single start, I don't think, and now comes back and scores a hat-trick against them. Just three middle fingers. Well, I like Ranieri a lot. I think he's an absolute... He's a sweet soul of a man, you know? He's uh, he's the kind of guy that, you know, if if you saw him in the street, you'd like go and have a chat with him. It'd be lovely. But... let. Let's not get ahead of ourselves with this Watford team. This is not. This is just a fluke result. If we're no, going to be honest, yeah. This is, yeah. This is. Uh, they're going to go right back to losing every game. You know, uh, Ranieri's job will be in question by Christmas, and yeah, I think you know, 
Everton are looking really, really bad without Decore in that midfield. I didn't realize. I know he was a fantastic player. I didn't realize just how integral he is to that team. Yeah. Um, good news for Everton fans, though. He is already. He is only. You know, supposed to. He's ahead of schedule. Supposed to be back within four to five weeks, which is actually quite good considering they were saying like what was it, eight or nine, maybe even ten before that. Mm-hmm. So you know, fair play. Um, but yeah, they got Richarlison back. They still need Calvert Lewin to come back. One thing they do need to do is make sure that Alex Awobi never steps foot at Goodison Park or any other um, any other pitch again because he is honestly not even Championship level at this point. No, I think I'm so right. glad we got rid of him at the point we did because he still had a shred of dignity. Was it Thirty million you got for him? Um, daylight robbery, whatever it was. Thirty p daylight robbery. I mean, you did well to to sell him, but I bet I bet Arsenal couldn't even believe it when that that came in. Because I did, I I mean, at that yeah, time as well, Iwobi wasn't one of the players that I thought would have left Arsenal. Mm. No, um, I, you know, good bit of business for Arsenal, bad bit of business for Everton. You don't say uh, that very often. You don't he came hear that very often about uh, about yeah. Arsenal having good bit of business. But there we go. No, was <laughs> it? He came on and then they conceded four, was it or three? Yeah, but, yeah. 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 And he didn't, yeah, he didn't yeah. Uh, have a shot or create a chance, I don't think. So, no, it's peak for Everton fans out here. But you know, it, it'll be fine. They'll get Cavett Lewin back. They'll start playing better football again. Uh, you know, Benitez is a is a great manager. Mm. He is a great manager, and and, and they'll be fine. But this is just a blip. Good Caught Watford on a good day. It's, it is what it is. I don't think people need to look into it too much. Um, to see um, Richardson sort of come back from injury with a bang. And uh, get a goal in yeah. a quick time. It was going pretty quick, I think, since uh, by the time he came on to when he actually scored the goal. So, um, yeah, probably did quite well for him, for, quite good for his confidence after coming back from injury. Um, but I think he's just looking to continue that going forward. Yeah, no, absolutely. I think uh, it'll be interesting to see if, um, if, if Watford do slip up and, and drop in. Because you never know, man. You never know. Uh, they could, this could be a, you know, this could revive them and, and, and push them up the table. I mean, I even like talking about it makes me kind of like laugh and, and not believe myself. You never know. Not, <laughs> it's not going to happen. They're going to be, they're going to get relegated. I'm, I'm sure of it. Um, it's cover all basis. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But Everton fans, yeah, I just wouldn't worry. I understand how Everton fans would be pissed off. I'd be pissed off if I lost 5-2 to Watford at home. Like that is, that's, that's a sackable offence. If Coming it wasn't beneath Obviously yeah. Watford's last result as well getting an absolute thrashing from Liverpool. Like, yeah. you don't expect them to sort of come, like, turn it around and score five against uh, Everton. So you concede two, but still score the five. Yeah, no, exactly. Um, yeah, it's just Calvert-Lewin. They're really missing Calvert-Lewin. He is their guy. Mm. And he's just, you know, he's not there at the moment. It's, it's a shame for him, man. But uh, he'll be back. As, well, he injured himself, didn't he, actually? He injured himself rehabilitating his injury. So um, that's not great. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I think they'll be fine. I think they'll be fine. But uh, one team that is not fine is Leeds. Holy hell, we're finally onto Leeds. Bards, you must be loving life. <laughs> um, how yeah, awful mate. Leeds have been this year. Yeah, I think... Uh, it's, I, do you know what? I've been expecting it. And I've only been expecting it because they get a pacing so often that I think it will just catch up with them. Like, yeah. um, every now and again, you know, they'll they'll just get knocked for six. And yeah, you know, look, they'll grind out the results and then they'll say, well, you know, they're creating so many chances, blah, blah, blah. But so long as they've got shit defence and if they get found out, which they have, 
and it ain't gonna work. And I feel like this is just, Bielsa has a track record of like doing this. Um, he has a history yeah. of sort of coming into teams, playing what is perceived as good football, despite finishing either just above a relegation zone or hovering around mid-table. But, you know, it's fine because, you know, it, it, it looks good on the eye. Um, but, yeah. yeah, man, they look shadow of what they have been and they're just pony. <laughs> they are pony. Honest. They are. Um, I think Wolves were unlucky. They're not lucky to get a result. Yeah, Definitely. Wolves are unlucky not to win the game. And uh, Wolves are looking far better in terms of yeah. their play, as you mentioned earlier, mm -hmm. than Leeds have done. And again, this this it doesn't fill me much confidence to think that Amford might be in the England squad because he's not really doing much or pulling up trees. There's no chance he's going to be in the England squad unless, well, one, he actually comes back from injury, two, he performs and leads turn it around but i think um yeah i think um, again though phillips as well is another one who was in the england squad and another team that's not doing great so and you yeah. saw in the most recent england games uh gareth has opted for just declan rice in and just on his own in the pivot so mm. you know it, exactly but i don't know i think if leeds I think regardless, I think Calvin Phillips is done after this year. I think he's going somewhere else. Mm. Um, and I would, I and I think surprised. Rafinha is also going to be off. Just about to mention Rafinha. Level. He, he, is, he, got he got stretched Calvin. off, didn't he? Yeah, that is. He can't. You just can't say fit that man. But yeah. and they do say the best ability is availability. So maybe he won't be off. You never know. Maybe. But uh, yeah, Wolves playing much better, much better football uh, now. Um, they just need to get Jimenez. In a scoring mood, and they will. And I don't think they're that. I mean, what are they? They're like, they're eleventh, so they're yeah. not even doing that bad without him and his firing. But if they can get, they can get back to where they were. They definitely can. Uh, they do need to. I think they need to freshen up that midfield because I think Jao Martino and and they're well and uh, Neves is Neves, yeah. Ruben Neves. Yeah. While they're good players, I think Jao Martino is getting a bit old now. Yeah. Probably needs Neves to be on his way somewhere. Yeah, I know Den Donker is a good player, but he's not quite what they need in that mid in in that centre mid. But um, but yeah, Wolves unlucky, Leeds very lucky. Um, I think Leeds could, will be in the relegation scrap, man, or definitely in and around it. They'll be sucked into it. Um, yeah. I, I, do wanna... I don't mind Leeds, so I would be ashamed if they went down. But I do want to shout out uh, Gilhart, the uh, young player, the young teenager that. Uh, did a little bit of skill in the box and managed to uh, win the penalty for Leeds in the end to get to gather some sort of result for them. So shout out to him, good young player. It's, it's funny considering he's that. I didn't realise who it was, but when I was watching it, I was like, oh, "That's a good veteran move from whoever did that. That's a smart. That's a player. Do you know what I mean?" In yeah. my head, I was like, "Oh, that's a that's a yeah, that's a vet move like to get a penalty like that." But considering it's from a young kid, even better for Leeds, news for Leeds fan. Sure. Um, Southampton Burnley two all. Do we really? I didn't even bother really putting a thing for this. It's just two battle of the boring bastards. I did um, want to say one thing about this game. Go, go, go. Brozier again getting on the score sheet. Young Chelsea uh, player that's on or Albanian uh, youngster that's uh, alone at the moment of Southampton. Get a two goals in two games. He seems to be doing more than for them than anyone else. Um, so yeah, Adam their new signed player who was just rotting on the bench now. Yeah, well done Southampton for signing him. That was smart. Uh, <laughs> yeah, uh, Burnley they'll do uh, Max basically. Uh, well, not really Burnley. It's just Corne. They might as well just rename the team Corne. Yeah, Southampton and, uh, versus Corne. Yeah, exactly. 
But uh, I, I think Burnley, if any team deserves to go down as much as Norwich, is Burnley. Yeah. Because they're just boring, haven't adapted to the Premier League, have just rested on Sean Dyche for this for their time in the Premier League. And, and not for Sean Dyche or any of the players, the club deserves to get relegated yeah. um, for the way they've think... moved and, and lack of lack of investment until basically forced. Well, that's the thing. Quite Other sure. teams have evolved over the years and yeah. they, they've had to change the way that they play and they've brought in other players to fit that new system. But Burnley have just played defensive football the whole time they've been in the Premier League. And like it, it's fair enough, it worked for a little while. They were what, hovering in the sort of top 10 for quite a while, over a couple of seasons, yeah. getting sort of 7th, 8th, I think, one season. So they're not doing badly at all, but there's only a certain amount of time that defensive Sean Dyche football can can keep you in the Premier League and if you don't adapt then you're not going to survive yeah. I'd like Sean Dyche well I'd like Burnley to like stay up so Sean Dyche can move on before he has like a relegation on his name do you know mm. what I mean because I don't want him to then be that manager I'd like to see Sean Dyche try and go somewhere higher where but... does he realistically go that's higher and is he even a manager that can manage a better team than Burnley Ah. With the way well, that's he plays, isn't it? I just feel like he'd get, you know, it's like typecast in a way, wouldn't it? It's just stereotypical. He'd then get piled on to all the teams that sort of teeter around that position. He could go Brighton once Brighton get rid, once Potter leaves Brighton. I could see that yeah. to try and keep him in the Premier League. He does see him at West Ham if Moyes ever moves on. He yeah, can, he can play football. That's the thing. And Burnley, believe it or not, have played some decent football at one point. Watford um, when they sack Ranieri. No, mate. He shouldn't go anywhere near Watford because he would no. just get sacked after that. Yeah. I don't think that. Yeah, I don't know. I, uh, yeah, I just think that, that there won't be that many teams. Like he doesn't want to get stuck in the same sort of situation like Allardyce is basically in now, where you only clubs only bring him in, but when they're in relegation battle, and they want someone that's going to keep them up. But he doesn't want to be linked to that. Like, oh God, we're about to get relegated. We'll bring in Sean Dyche. He's the, not the go-to relegation man. That's not what he wants to be. And like you, you say, Bars, he he should hopefully, will probably leave before he does get that relegation because then he might be like, right, well, there might be some other opportunities for him as opposed to just... Burnley, the whole time Burnley in the Premier League, Sean Dyche ain't leaving. Mm. Yeah, like, I, I don't think he will leave, but I think he should. Yeah, just ain't. But uh, yeah. It's only for but, the rest of the season anyway. So. It's only for the rest of the season until they get relegated. Exactly. But that's it. That's the review, boys, of the week. It's uh, It's been a good one. Uh, been a good, great week of great weekend of football, unless, well, unless you're myself or Bards. Um, but yeah, it wasn't yeah. bad. Uh, before we leave, I'm just going to give you a little fantasy update um, of the weekend. Obviously, Ollie, put the results up now. <laughs> um, but yeah, as you'll see, obviously... The battle of well, one of the battles of the podcast, uh, Ollie and myself. It was a close game. It was a close one throughout the weekend. Yeah. Um, had the potential for you to run away, but I'm happy. I can't believe my whole fan. Like literally, this win is on Brighton. I have to say thank you to Brighton. <laughs> I can't believe it, but the fact that they got a goal what, secured this game for me. Yeah. That, I, um, I, don't like like that, uh, I don't like the fact that a lot of my results or wins rely on City keeping a clean sheet yeah because they can yeah. win like they can win all these games as much as they want but if they don't keep a clean sheet I'm fucked yeah <laughs> I'm true. so fucked it is, it, is, it is tough but yeah as you see I won that one 44-41 um, 
a smelly alley versus average. Harry had another big week with 55 against 46, beating average. Um, Mark beating Jacob. Uh, Crack Potato beating Ain't Got a Scooby, 49 to 39. And then Char with game of the week, comeback of the comeback of the season so far. Um, what was he, 30 to 1 down, I think? Uh, like he that. was on one point at the end of Saturday, yeah. End of Saturday was on one point and finished on 49. Now, that is because he has Jota and Salah in his team. Yeah. <laughs> um, Salah obviously going on a bit of a madness, but he came back and beat George 49 45. So you'll see from the table here. Um, Harry is at the top now on, uh, well, me, well, t on points overall, but you've got me, uh, Harry, Char, and then me all tied on 18 with the goal difference separating us. And then you've got another three. Of Mark, Ollie, and Jacob in fourth, fifth, and sixth, tied on twelve. I don't know how I've let this and then, happen. And then you've got Average and George at the bottom there on nine. But Ollie, mate, you. I feel you're like Man United. You're in I that feel like Man United top, right man. now. And Mark is Arsenal. That's how I feel. Yeah. I feel like so I've been absolutely shafted. Yeah, I mean, you were you were looking you were looking up the table, mate. And you know, and now it's. I'll be saying hello to, to George next. I know. I know. Who have you got? So yeah, for fixtures, you've got. You've got Jacob this weekend. God, he's gonna have no Pogba. And hopefully, nice. no bloody Ronaldo. And hope, well, yeah, depending on how that goes. But you know, and then average has got George. The bat, that's a big bat battle at the bottom. Uh, yeah, average, big relegation George. battle. Big Who's gonna get relegated battle. this year, George or uh, average? Oh, <laughs> but uh, but yeah, and then you got a, a big another big game, uh, second versus third, and uh, me versus Char. And then you've got uh, Harry versus Mark. So Mark could get a potential upset, and and you know he he started off poor, but he's starting to starting to build up, uh, climbing the table. So yeah, that's it. That's the fantasy. That's the Premier League. That's us talking about football. That's the podcast. Uh, that's the podcast. We'll be back Thursday for the preview of Week Ten, yeah. which is coming up obviously this weekend. With um, I don't that could. Are you around for Thursday, Bards? Or are you are you busy? Thursday. Huh? Sadly. You won't be Probably okay. No worries. Thing. No worries, my man. So I think it'll just be myself and you, you boys, Ollie. Boys. Two of us for the preview. I don't think. I think Harry's working uh, late this week. Uh, this week, so I'll he won't send be. Send my thoughts though, prior. Yes. Let us know if there's anything you want us to mention. Obviously, um, obviously about the United Spurs game or any game that 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 is. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, you guys know what to do. Obviously, well, thank you for watching. Firstly, and thank you for joining everyone on Twitch, everyone on Spotify and YouTube. Thanks for listening as well or watching as well. And uh, yeah. Mo Farah signs for everyone. Make sure you like, subscribe, you know, hit notification bells. You know where we are. Twitch, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Music. We're everywhere. Footy Fetish Podcast for your head top. See you later. Bye. Bye.